okay, so let's go ahead and get it. For those who don't know y'all, this is Aaliyah Armstrong, LSU star sprinter. So what is your story begin up growing up in New Orleans, Nanola? Oh, okay, so a lot of people don't know this about me, but I was actually born and raised in California. I was born in LA and I was okay. raised in like the empire. And when I was 15, we moved to New Orleans because my mom became an obedient. And so we just dropped everything because we were struggling bad. Like we could, there was times where like, you know, my mom would have to go without because she was feeding us because, and, well, I wouldn't say she would go without, but like, she, you know, she would just basically eat our scraps, like just stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was really tough, like living in California, especially because Cali is really expensive to live just in general. So we moved to New Orleans and I went to a school called Cohen mm -hmm. and it was just it was the trenches. I couldn't I couldn't do it. And track wise, I wanted to do better. So after I uh, did my last three months in, in New Orleans at Cohen, I transferred to Edna Carr and I went there for like a few months. And um, I was distracted once again. So my mom put me in an all-girls school known as prep. I'm a prepper. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I went there and um, that's just when my life changed for the better. Like everyone was there for me, you know, my mom was supporting me through everything that I went through. And I, I honestly, like, I didn't know how to adjust to an all-girls school, but just going there, it, it really changed my life for the better. And so, Growing up, um, I started, I actually started track by jumping over a trash can at practice. My mom, um, we were just, I was just messing around like I always do. I promise you I'm never serious. But we were uh, messing around at practice and I was like, watch me jump over this trash can, y'all. And I jumped over it and um, my mom was like, she seen it from across the track and she was like, wait, hold up, go back and do that again. And I did it again and she was like, you want to try hurdles? And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and so from there, uh, I started track and I started running hurdles. And my junior year is when I actually competed. The first time I ever competed is my junior year in high school. And it was actually like very, very well. Like she's seen potential in me because she was a hurdler at Mississippi State. So she's seen potential okay. in me. And she, um, she just took me from there. And Honestly, um, competing in Louisiana wasn't like, you know, ideal for just like my success and getting better. Cause I was, I was, I don't mean to sound like, you know, bad or anything, but I was blowing people out the pocket. Like I just didn't have any confidence. It is what it is. So yeah. we, um, she would like take me to meets. We had no support. It was just me and my mom and like just my family, my immediate family. So she would take me to track meets and like drive literally all the way to New Mexico from New Orleans, 13 hours to bring me to track me so I can like basically get a scholarship and you know be able to do this on the next level and so um she would just do stuff like that and then finally we went to junior olympics we also drove there that was in um, Greensboro I think um we she we, she drove me there and I competed there and I think that was like the first race where I realized that this is gonna actually change my life for the better and her life. And I actually, that race, I broke the national record and ran 13.33. And that's when like all the calls started coming in with coaches, Oregon, um, Texas and then just all over the country, basically SEC schools, you know, mm -hmm. everything. And so um, once that happened, we started going on visits and that's when everything just changed. And I knew, 
LSU was my first visit and I knew from jump that I wanted to come here because this is just like my culture. It just feels so homey. So I loved it here and that's pretty much like my story. We really came from nothing for real. Dang. Hey, that's yeah. fire. That's so fire Thank though. You. Shout out to your mom. Shout oh, out to your mama. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> we will definitely get it because I wanted to get into um your race at Arkansas and how she popped up because that I'm like, wait, she that's yeah. crazy. So did you try any other sports before you did track or you was just like track is it? Oh, actually my entire life, a lot of people don't know this, but I I was a soccer player. I wow. I played soccer all the way until my senior year in high school and Coach Shaver said we're not doing that, so yeah. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, I played soccer. That's my first love. I love soccer more than track, but I had to stop. Yeah. So did your mom hurdle too? So your mom hurdled and that's how kind of you got in the hurdle? That's yeah, fine. she was supposed to go to the Olympics and then she got pregnant with my sister. So, you know, obviously mm -hmm. that changed. But mm -hmm. yeah, she was a top notch hurdler as well in high school. I mean, in Dang. high school. That's fire. Okay, so... Ooh, okay, that was that was that was that was a good story. I ain't gonna lie, you kind of threw me off. You threw me <laughs> me off. Okay, so first of all, you've been mad. I want I want to let people know that like, you've been cold. Like you Thank went you. undefeated your senior year in high school. So you said choosing LSU. So were you nervous about going to a big ma ma uh, major D one? Um, honestly, I knew that I was gonna start from the bottom again, and I wasn't always gonna be winning and getting first place. And I was mm -hmm. okay with that because I knew if I started from the bottom, then eventually like the end goal was going to be the top one day. So I was mm -hmm. okay with like going to a big school, starting from this small, because honestly, everybody has their own timing. It's not about like, oh, I want to get here and I want to be the best at this school. Like if anything, mm -hmm. you should want to go to a school and want to start at the bottom because why would you want to start at the top? You don't have nothing to push you to be better. So that's why I was okay with like going where the best was, which was Tania. And so I wanted to be with her. So I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. And this, the, the choice was actually very, very easy. Cause I just knew like Coach Shaver, he really like, I have a special place in his life and I know that for a fact. And so I knew that from jump and I seen it and I was like, I have to be at this school cause I need support from everywhere. Coaches, teammates, everything. I can't just like, be here just because oh I want to be where the fastest people are like everything mm -hmm. has to be in order so yeah yeah so you only a sophomore on the track on the track yes I thought my I'm like my thing gotta be glitching I'm like she can't be a sophomore <laughs> I'm like why are you even freshman? yeah so like tell us a little bit about the culture like you know like being a sophomore on a, such a, a stacked team like how, how how does the culture like embrace you as an athlete um, I would say the culture actually fits me like a glove. Like, it's actually perfect. Um, okay. I feel like my personality, in Louisiana in general, I feel like you just blossom out here, like your personalities, because there's no judgment. There's no anything. It's just like, I feel so comfortable with being me without getting judged. And that's why, like, my personality is so big on social media, because, like, yeah. people love me for who I am, and they actually support me. And that's something you don't get often, because a lot of people get judged for who they are. So I feel mm -hmm. like... This was something that that I noticed off rip and coming here, I was just like, it's just comfortable. So I feel like the culture here really, really morphed me into being, not morphed because I was already this way, but it kind of like made me be, or it brought out a better side of me instead mm -hmm. of like morphing. It brought out like the real Leah. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what I was doing. Yeah, so your first outdoor season didn't go as planned 
but you literally came back and was in the Olympic trial. You was a finalist. So what was your biggest takeaway from that whole, like going from NCs to Olympic trials? Um, so I feel like, so one, actually at NCAAs, I had really bad allergies and I was actually very sick mm -hmm. up there. So I didn't really get to perform how I wanted to. That was okay. one. But two, um, I feel like the takeaway that I got from that was stepping on the line and every time I don't care who is next to me I don't care if it's the the best of the best or the worst of the worst knowing that I'm beatable and not mm -hmm. just like like I know I'm beatable but at the same time I also know that I'm also among the best you know mm -hmm. and so I feel like I feel like a one takeaway that I had like just in a more broad sense is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And every time I step on that line, I know that when I cross that finish line, it's possible for me to win no matter who is next to me. So that's something that I took and I brought into this season. And that's why I'm so successful because you have to have that confidence as an athlete. You can't, you can't stand on that line and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm winning against her. Uh, I don't know if I can win this. No, yes, you can. And I want every athlete to know that because that's something that I had to learn for myself. And that's the only reason why I'm here. So, yeah. Oh, see, that was just, I was going to ask you, did that help you fuel for this season? Like, knowing that I'm in the, I'm in the finals of the trials? Like, hold up. As a freshman? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So, let's get into your season this year. LSU school record holder, which is like, I feel like that's big. Because LSU... <laughs> We are, okay? No, That's for real. huge. <laughs> That's huge. Number two, NCAA all-time with 781. What was different about this season rather than last season? Um, Last season, I was, I'm going to say that I was very, very distracted and consumed in college life. Okay. In so many words. So I would say that this year, I kind of took away those distractions and I was able to focus on Aaliyah. I was prioritizing things that shouldn't have been prioritized. And mm -hmm. sometimes as an athlete, we get, we're still, we're still college students outside of athletics and we want to have fun and we want to do all this stuff. But at the same time, we're here for one reason. And I had to realize that as well. And I just mentally, I had to grow up and mature a little bit more. And so when I was able to be strong enough to remove all of the distractions that I had, mm -hmm. this is when I started like being able to, blossom and focus on okay when I'm at practice I can focus at practice when I'm at home I can do what I need to do in my school books and in my schoolwork you know just stuff like that so I feel like I just needed to um mature a little bit more because I just wasn't there and I was I have a really big heart and I was mm -hmm. putting a lot of people before me and they weren't doing the same thing so I feel like I feel like now that I've kind of what what can I say? I feel like now that I've been able to um, kind of be more selfish with myself, that's when I kind of noticed a difference in just everyday life in general. Like I just mm -hmm. had so many more opportunities come my way. So yeah, that's pretty much yeah. a difference. So did you expect to like run 781? Like did you, do you write your goals down or are you more like a, I'm just going with it? Oh, I used, okay, so I used to not write my goals down, but when I crossed that line and it says 781, I did not expect it. I can't lie. Even even my reaction tells it all. I literally started jumping. I, I didn't expect it. Of course, like, 
I know I'm capable of doing these things because I trust God and he, God mm -hmm. does amazing things. But I just, when you see it, it's just like, okay, God, you, you funny. You're doing, you funny. You real funny. <laughs> and so he shocks you. So like, I didn't expect to run it, but like, when I when I did, it was just like, okay, I knew I could do it. He's just he just keeps showing me you can do this, you can do that, and he's just building me for the next level. I feel like, so yeah. Yes. So what made you what made you text your mom like I need you to be here? For those who don't know, her mom caught like the next day flight to watch her, and she ran at seven eighty one. So like, what like you know, said click to your mind and be like, mom, I need you here. Um. So I was actually going through some battles because i lost my grandfather in 2020 to covid okay. and um i was going through some battles because um it was it's it had been a long season and i was actually a little bit nervous because um i i knew i was going against somebody who was actually just as great as me so mm -hmm. i knew like i knew that i had competition with me and i was just like getting worked up and i wanted to do it very very well I want to do very, very well. And I wanted to perform like to the expectations that I know my grandfather had for me. So it was just a lot going through my mind. And I was also dealing with like some friendships that um, are no longer like they're not the same anymore. So like it was just a whole bunch of stuff going through my mind. And whenever I'm with my mom, I literally like everything just gets erased. I don't I don't remember anything bad that's in my life. And so I knew that if she was there, that I would be OK. And so I text her and I was like, Mom. I really need you here. Like, I'm just not okay right now. I'm nervous. I'm going through this stuff with my friends, like this, that, and the third. And as soon as she heard that, she said, I'm getting my ticket right now. She literally was at the airport before I could even say anything. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, literally just one phone call away and she's always there. So I knew that if I called her, she would come. So that's all I needed. That's bad. That's tough, man. Shout out to your mom. And, so I, and, I, and I want to let you know, girl, like, post, like, postpartum, like, friendship, heartbreak, that stuff is real. Like, it, I think real friendship life. is so serious. Yes. I was heartbroken. <laughs> like, that stuff is, I had, like, saw somebody tweet that, like, saying, like, oh, like, you know, people don't talk about PTSD with friendship. No, that's true. Because, like, I went through, like, a whole type, like, a couple situations, and I'm just like, I don't want no friends. Like, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it closes you off. Mm -hmm, it definitely does so i just want to say that but sec champion right shortly after that did you cry did i i think i was kind of out of tears after that 781 i can't lie <laughs> <laughs> but um no i didn't cry oh okay i didn't cry because i knew i had hurdles next and i had to keep my composure because coach Ava said i don't care what happens i don't care if you break the world record indoor you better come back here and and do these turtles and i was like okay okay so i knew i couldn't cry but i was like oh my gosh like i never would see the video i was just covering my face but i wanted to <laughs> i'm so emotional i feel you i feel you girl i feel you <laughs> i feel you so of course ncaa's didn't go as planned you fall started but one thing i want to say is have you i love how resilient you are like have you always been this resilient like your post like saying like i my three lessons i learned like i'm that I, that spoke to me like oh no she she a real one like you know what I'm even though stuff didn't go your way you still took the time to come on social media and just you know what I'm saying let people know how you felt so like have you always been this resilient um i've been yeah i've been like this since day one i feel like that's just my upbringing and how my mom raised me because she always raised me to trust god and 
of course I'm human and it hurts in the moment and you just I was sick but yeah. after a while you come down and you just got to realize like God is just saying not yet it, like it's mm -hmm. not it's not all over it's not the end of the world of course yeah I fall started the other uh Micah he fall started too but it wasn't the end of the world for him because look at what he's doing now so like mm -hmm. in that moment I realized that it's not it's not my timing right now but God has greater later and so I had to realize that. And once I once I realized that, I just came back to here. I just came back to practice, and I just I started grinding. And that's the results that I got at Texas Relay. So I just feel like I just feel like you have to trust God. And I always want to use my social media as a positive influence because mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of athletes that follow me, and look, there's young kids that look up to me, and I want them to have the same mindset when they go in false start, lose, fall, anything. Cause I've, I've done it all. And I mm -hmm. want them to know that like, nothing is ever a failure. You're always learning. So I want you to, I want like everybody to know that when you do something wrong necessarily, just take something away from it positive so you can fix it for the next time. Cause if you just dwell on it, you just gonna keep doing the same thing. You gotta do something different to get different results. So I feel like that's just been my mindset always because I just want to, I just want to inspire people and motivate people so we can all be at the top together. I don't ever want to be by myself. <laughs> Period. No, you, your personality was golden, but like, I'm just in awe right now because Thank you. you were so like humble and so like, you know, I can, I, I can just already see like, you're going to be big. You're going to be really Thank big. You. No cap. Like you're going to be big. Cause like, we need more personality in check and feel, you know, like people to just be themselves and you do that. No questions. Like, it's beautiful for real but um so texas relays you came out and ran 12 33 went first of all you saucy it was wind dated oh no <laughs> <laughs> i was okay with it because it still said 12 33 <laughs> bro like collegiate records until, okay so i want to ask you this like do you have your eye on it now oh yeah like, my season yeah. goal on my mirror is 12 18 so i hope to get it <laughs> all right, <y> um, <laughs> so what are yeah. some what are some goals you have with entertainment like i know you dance you sing so like what are some goals you have like as far as entertainment in your future um i know i love dancing and singing and that's a part of it but actually my freshman year my my major was film and tv so um i want to become an actress once i get endorsed by like um once I get endorsed by like whoever I'm sponsored by, once I get sponsorships mm -hmm. and I'm in commercials, I feel like that's one ticket in the door. And then of course, like my agent's gonna be there with me. So like he or she can help me just work my magic and like getting into movies or like TV mm -hmm. shows, or, like, you know, mm -hmm. just inch my way in there. And then I eventually want to become an actress. That's like one of my main goals. I can see it. I could definitely see it. Thanks. So, I wanted to ask, are you doing any um, NIL, like, partnerships? Because I haven't seen anything on your timeline. Like, are you interested in that? Um, yeah. I'm actually working with, um, I forgot the name. But basically, like, it's basically about interaction with fans. I, I'm really, like, big. We just had a meeting the other day with um, LSU and all the athletes. And they okay. they really urged us to work with the fans and not just, like, let them just be fans like in their own world like of course you, they would they want to engage with us and you know interact with us so mm -hmm. um it's it's something it's like it's dealing with just like 
um, we're going to do like a series of events. And basically, like, let's just say, for example, we just sit um, at a game or something, like at a basketball game or something, and like, we let fans come up and say, oh, come talk to the number one hurdler in the NCAA. And like, you know, they would, basically we're profiting off of like, you know, fan engagement and like them talking to us and stuff like that. And I think yeah. that's fun. I'm such a people person and I just love interacting with people because like, I'm just so open. I love just like being with people. So I feel like that's something like a fun way to make money and also mm -hmm. like do what I love, like engaging with people because it's gonna be babies. It's gonna be older people. Like everything, and I just love everybody. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> but that's something I'm working with now. And they just—they actually worked with Georgia, apparently, the Georgia football okay. players. And each player got like—I forgot how much he said, but it was a big lump sum of money. So yeah, I'm working with that. And then um, I also want to work with a law firm, and potentially Canes. But we'll see. I don't—I don't know yet. <laughs> Cause I haven't really like been reaching out cause school has been really hectic right now. So that's another reason why y'all haven't really seen me get endorsed, but I'm working on it. I, I'm going to start emailing some people. Okay, I was going to say, cause um, somebody needs to be on it. Like, right. No, for but real. I want, I want to ask, like, I know you, I know you get a lot of love. Like I, all your comments, you get a lot of love, but do you ever get like, backlash or like hate from any anybody and if so like how do you know i never get hate like i have i don't think i've had one hate comment made to me since i've been running track at lsu okay at okay. all like people just don't i don't know what it is but people just like they don't do that to me and i love it because yeah. like yeah you know i back of course but like yeah no i've never had any hate comments from what I know, not even from people that just like don't know me. They just they either don't say anything or they just love me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear it though, cause girl, social media can be you know everybody already know it could yeah. be a bit yeah. So I'm glad to hear you just getting love. So I always like to test like how you say you have a lot of young followers. On some adversity you face, you can bring up any situation you want, and then what you use to get through it, like what keeps you motivated and stuff like that. Um, let's see. I would say I'm going to use SEC's last year outdoor. Um, okay. So it's kind of like a string of track meets, but it's all, it all adds into one. But basically, SEC's last year, I fell. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I fell in the middle of the final. And um, mm -hmm. I think it was over, like, hurdle seven. But I clipped one of the hurdles, and I fell, and I hit my head. And um, that was also another embarrassing moment, but – I got up and I and I still continued to walk to the finish line and I acknowledged all the fans and I said thank you like for all the you know support whatever and um from there after after going through that I feel like something major that I took from that was God wasn't ready for me God wasn't ready for me or my abilities to go where they were going yet like he has sometimes he has to put a halt and a stop on what you're doing so that you can be hungrier and you can mm -hmm. be more motivated and you can be more ready and you notice like i bring up god a lot but that's because he helps me get through a lot in my life and stuff that he helps me get through stuff that i would have never gotten through without him so mm -hmm. i bring him up a lot because like he helps me understand why why life is going the way it's going 
And it's so important for people to incorporate God in the sport because this sport is mentally draining. And if you don't incorporate God, then you're just going to be depressed and drained and everything because he has the answers to everything. And so when I, when I go through obstacles in the sport and trials and tribulations, I literally just sit down and I talk to God and I ask him and he gives me answers every time because this sport takes also a lot of patience. And so mm -hmm. with that, I talk to him, I pray. And my mom always told me, if I'm going to pray, then don't worry. And so when I pray, I don't worry. I let him go. I mean, I let him have it. And I do what I have to do on the track. And I let him have the rest because he always got it. I just got to take my hands off. And so SECs, I fell. And I said, okay, God, I, I, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to trust you. And then went to, went to regionals. I literally made it in the last spot to make it in nationals. And I said, okay, God, I see what you're doing. SECs, we failed, but we got, we got another try at regionals and nationals. Mm -hmm. So nationals, got sick. I did bad. And um, I said, I don't know, God. I got another chance, but all righty, come on, please. Just give me something before my season end, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I prayed about it, and I, I, I went to work after nationals. It was like a different type of motivation because I knew this was my last shot to show the world who, like, Aaliyah Armstrong is. So I, we was training for the week or whatever. Um, I did what I had to do. And we get to Olympic trials and I, I just stepped it up. Like, I don't know where it came from, but it was just a different sort of motivation that I had been praying about. And I asked him, I said, God, please just give me this last opportunity. I will do anything. I will practice every day from morning to sunset, you know? And so I did everything I had to do in Olympic trials. He gave me a little tiny preview of what was going to happen next season. And I said, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to trust you. We got to go through fall training and stadiums and everything else again, <laughs> but I'm going to trust you. And so all that time in the fall, I grinded and I grinded and I grinded. And I remember that I ran that 12-6 and that this season I wanted to run faster than that. And I grinded and we got to January and he gave me everything I needed and asked for and wanted. And that's, that's how God works. You just have to be mm -hmm. patient with him. It's never, it's never in your timing, it's in his. And that's what people got to realize. But yeah, that's what I learned from just that one SEC meet. Cause I was heartbroken cause I knew I wanted it. I was there, but mm -hmm. I had to realize, you know, it's just all in his timing. Girl, you better, you better talk about God, girl. You better let them know. <laughs> For real, like, oh my gosh, they in the comments like going crazy because that was so like what? Girl, mm -hmm. y'all Because <laughs> girl, because I've been I've been like really trying to work on my relationship with God, you know, like I've started reading my Bible more, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. Cause like this life, girl, you need you need you need God. You need him. This life is rough. He's a need. I don't want. He's a need for Bad. sure. So like. How, okay, so like, just getting into your relationship a little bit more with God, like, how did how did it, I guess you could say, like, because, like, were you born and raised in a church, or, like, um, I wasn't, I wasn't raised in the church. Me and my mom and my sister, we went a lot, because it was mainly us for a lot of our lives, but, mm -hmm. um, went to church a lot, but more so, like, during high school and everything else, my mom, you know, she was NOPD, so she couldn't really, we couldn't go to church on Sundays, and then, also, my entire life, like I said, I was a soccer player. So we had games on Sunday. So we never really went to church. We stopped that. So um, it was really just about how my mom's faith is. Like, I feel like seeing her 
she has always been my role model. So like watching her when I was growing up, I always seen that she she went to God for everything. Mm -hmm. When she was struggling, trying to pay the bills, she went to God and she trusted him and she prayed and she just let it go. And I watching that growing up, it kind of like I kind of translated that into the track and really in everything I do. But like really like I really incorporated into track because it helps me just keep my mind clear. But yeah, watching her growing up, like she just put God in everything. And so that's that's been my main reason why like I do it too because yeah. it just works it works yeah. that's beautiful that's what's up okay I'm gonna get to some of these questions if I have any questions put them in the box I don't know what happened to my comment that I pinned but if I have any questions I can put them in the box okay um oh it's just this so he said so far starting at nationals has turned out to be a good thing uh yeah apparently <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's not I wouldn't say it's a a good thing to good do thing, don't yeah. fall star but yeah i would say making a mistake and learning from it is a good thing because you never want to make a mistake and dwell on it and be like oh woe is me and have a pity party that's never a good idea you should always make a mistake learn from it and keep it pushing because ain't, ain't nothing you can do about it what's your major now um my major is animal science Ooh, okay Okay, ooh, yeah. this is a good one. Uh, Pre-race routine. Oh, pre-race routine. Um, so I listened to this one gospel song. It's called Waging War. It's about, it's just basically about how um, a woman is going through, I guess, some sort of battle in her life. And she's just asking God to anoint her head and anoint, anoint her from her head all the way down to her feet. And... Um, she just asked God to give her everything she needs to go into this battle that she's going into. And I listen to that song literally every time before I race. And then uh, once I do that, I pray. I literally pray the song. Like I say it in, in a prayer. And so mm -hmm. I do that. And then um, when, I, when I put my head down in the blocks, um, I, look, I, look, uh, like in, I look at the hurdles in front of me and then um, I say, thank you, God, for the victory that I'm about to receive. And then I put my head down and I breathe and then I just let go. And that's pretty much it. I don't really do much. I don't have like a, a ritual, but I know yeah. I have to have my lashes, lip liner, and lip gloss always. That's the three girls. <laughs> have to. <laughs> do you, uh, when you like push out, when you start, do you scream or something? Because I know Tania be screaming, I heard. Do you scream or make a noise? Sometimes at practice I do, but when I'm racing, I don't know if I do. I don't really pay attention. I might. Some people have said that I have, but I don't think I don't think I do like that loud. I don't know. I'd have to watch. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's the same thing to me. said it was in the comments like, "No, you be loud." She like, "Y'all playing?" <laughs> yeah, because I was watching that interview too. I was like, "Girl, now you know you." <laughs> <laughs> okay, they flood in the comments now. Okay, um, ooh, okay, y'all got some good ones. How do you define success? Oh, my definition of success would be overcoming, overcoming any goals that you set in place. Any goals. It could be. It can be any little thing. Success has no no um dollar amount or range or anything mm -hmm. success is literally something that you want to achieve 
and once you've achieved it, if you consider yourself successful, like something, and I mean like a goal in life that you want to achieve, whether it be like, I want to be, I want to own a pet hotel, which some I want to do, or like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a dentist. Like, once you achieve that goal, I feel like you, you've been, you, you're putting yourself in the category of success. I think that's like just something, I feel like that's, that's a way to look at it. So people like, don't get stressed out about like, I need success, I need success. But like, mm -hmm. if you literally just tell yourself, I have this goal and I'm gonna achieve it. Once you achieve it, you're successful within yourself, in my mm -hmm. opinion. So yeah, that's my definition of success. I like that. Do you consider yourself a trendsetter? Um, maybe. I mean, I don't know because I don't really see people like do a lot of things that I do. But mm -hmm. like, I guess, oh, no, wait, yeah, I can say that because um, I feel like I'm spreading positivity in the track world amongst women, at least. Mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like this year in particular, like there's no animosity or tension. Like when we cross the line, we all hug each other. And that's something that I've been wanting to have in this sport. Cause why are we giving each other dirty looks after we run? That don't make yeah. sense. Yeah. We're all yeah. here trying to be successful black women. We don't need to be doing all that. Give me a hug girl. <laughs> like for real. Exactly. Like I feel like, so I feel like that's something that I've kind of set a trend in with this season. I don't know if it's really been this major, but like, I feel like there's a big difference this year as far as just supporting each other in the in the track world y'all on here y'all better hug my girl when she crossed the line every time right. like, I I just <laughs> Ooh, okay definitely got to answer to me she said what are your greatest strengths in and off the track is that my tea oh my gosh okay uh, <laughs> my greatest strengths on and off the track that's good. i'm gonna have to put that in my notes girl you need to get no, you a um I feel like my strengths on the track is my confidence my confidence is like that's really the only way I can describe it my confidence has been like my my biggest supporter in this season so far like for real for real my confidence has really been there and I feel like off the track prayer and like just manifesting all my dreams that's been like two of my biggest strengths on and off the track because I literally have this thing. I want people to know about it, but I literally have this thing where I, um, my, oh, okay, I'm going to sound a little crazy, but my grandfather speaks to me through angel numbers. I don't know if anybody, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but, like, there's this yeah. thing called angel numbers, like, four 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 two two two. like, those, every time I see an angel number, I literally pray, and I say, Grandpa, what you talking about now? And so, like, that kind of helps me, too, because I know he's guiding me up there, and he has a power mm -hmm. that nobody else on this earth has. So, like, off the track is just manifestation and knowing that my grandfather's constantly telling me, you got it, I'm here with you, I'm supporting you through all your obstacles. And that's like a really big strength off the track, but on the track, definitely my confidence. Yes, I love, girl, I, mean, I, I know about them angel numbers. Mm -hmm. I know about them angel numbers. And, about, and also like, I heard like, um, cause my dad passed, so like they say like red birds, when they visit you, it's like, you know, someone like, you know, I guess, I don't know how to really say, but like, it's like a visit from someone, you know, that's passed on or whatever. So I'll be talking oh, to there's like, 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 oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. That. Okay. That's what I heard. Don't, that's I good to know. Sure. Learn something yeah. every day. Yeah, that's what I heard. So I'll be like, hey, dad, when I see a little red right. bird. Period. Okay. Ooh. 
y'all really go hard in these questions in um in the DMs. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and um hit my girl Kay. She said you inspired me to take my teddy bear everywhere ever since my visit with you. Is there anything else that keeps you calm other than your bears? Um. Well, as you can see, I got a whole bunch of them here, <laughs> but um, that is probably the only thing that keeps me like as calm as I do. Um, and I think, well, unless I have my mom with me, then I'm good. But mm -hmm. I feel like that's the only thing that can keep me like my nerves down. Cause I have, I actually have really bad anxiety like at me. So just mm -hmm. in general, I have a little social anxiety too. As, as big as my personality is like, it's really kind of hard for me to talk to people. Like I just, I don't know what it is, but I just been having it since I was small. So like, I would always carry around like teddy bears or, you know, just, little little small things like my little pony things or something so i feel like um the teddy bears not just like are cute or just for show like i actually need that thing with me as wow. you see right there yeah. <laughs> like, i'll take that teddy bear everywhere so yeah that's the only thing that like keeps me calm every day that's fire i didn't even know that i was wondering how I get them they, they talking about i can put some bears back here <laughs> 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 i love that though okay Oh, all right, so I'm gonna have to do two more, for real. Okay, uh, Tania really asked some good questions, but I don't want to just give it all to her. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one in here. Okay. Um, okay. Where, where did it, where did it go? Okay, here we go. Um, this is a good one. How do you remain uh, true to yourself despite the success and fame? I know in my mind that God can reward us, but he could also take it right away. And I always remember where I came from. Sorry. Okay. Can you see me and hear me? Mm-hmm. We good. We good. Okay. So I always, I always remember that, like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm successful and I'm big and I'm this, that, and the third, and people look up to me, but at the same time, like, I remember when I was in their spot and I would never want somebody to feel less than or like beneath me because we're all human at the end of the day. So I feel like I, I'll always know where I came from. I'm never going to forget about the people that were here when I was literally nothing. And so that's just something that I can take away from it because if they were here for me when I was nothing, then they can be here for me when I'm something, you know? So I just feel like I'd, I'd never forget where I come from. I love that. I love that answer. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all really, okay, this, we're going to do this one right here. What are the top <laughs> three things you feel are most important to be the most successful in your sport? To me, it coming through with questions. Confident. Confidence okay. is key to it all. You need to have confidence and know when you step on that line, nobody is touching you. And that's just in your head. You don't have to be cocky and be like, yeah, you're not touching. No, that's not necessary. But when you step on that line in your head, you know, when I cross that finish line, I'm going to get first place. And even if you have to tell yourself that, you don't have, like I said, you don't have to be all out loud with it. But as long as you know that in your, your mind and your body and your soul, you're going to win every time. And then also to um, trusting of God. That, come, that kind of ties in with confidence. But like trusting that God is giving you the confidence that you need to win and then um also too i would say the third thing is 
trusting your training and another thing that i can tie into that is like whenever you step on the track whether it be at practice meets whatever whenever you step on the track you have to you have to literally go 100 percent. you can't you can't be out here doing the workout doing the workout you know halfway or whatever like you have to literally kill yourself at practice in order to grow because that's the only way you're going to get to the top is literally there's no pain no gain like if you don't if you're not going through pain you're not gaining nothing so i feel like that's the three main things that you have to take away confidence trusting god and doing what you got to do on and off the track mm -hmm. at all times that's good that's so good okay thanks <sighs> okay mm. oh wait no i don't think that was what i was gonna pick Hold on, I'm sorry. Girl, it's, it's a good one in here for real. It's a lot too. I'm trying to pick the good one. It's okay. Um, ooh, okay, here we go. We're gonna end it off on this one. What would you change about track and field? Ooh. <laughs> As I, said, we're gonna I don't know who asked that, but that's a good one. What would I change about Me track and field? Huh. I would change. I'm trying to put it into words of how I'm trying to say it. I would change, um, I don't want to say the clout that it has, but I would change like the, how much support we get. Like we get a lot of support, but like, I would like, I would like track and field to be like the football of the United States because yeah. of how hard, we work. like, I feel like sports should be more equal. like. Yeah, okay, it's cool. They have a lot of football fans and this, that, and the third. But I feel like we should we should get more credit for what we do on the track because we really do work hard and we just don't get enough credit for it at all. Like it's it's ridiculous. But I think I think that should change about track. That and just like it's good to have a competitive spirit, but I also want all of us black women and just women in general to be support more supporting of one another because I feel like People are so quick to be like, oh, she's at the top. I want to get there, but I'm just so mad that I'm not there with her. Like, mm -hmm. it's all in, it's not, like, we all have our own timing. And I think women should just understand that and support each other, whether they're at the top or at the bottom, like, just all around. So that's something that would change, just, like, the competitiveness. I mean, of course, you want to be competitive. You, Everyone wants to win. I'm not saying change that, but I'm just saying, like, I would like for us to be supportive of one another because that's how we're all going to go up together. Like, I don't want us to just leave somebody down there like, no, I'm going to bring you up with me because we all need to be at the top, you know? So that's what I would say, just the competitiveness and the, support. the love. That we get. Yeah, the support. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, track is hard. It's so hard for it not to get them, especially how U.S. is so dominant. Like, how is it Exactly, exactly. And somebody said the pay, first of all. And I want to say the facts. Yes, the pay. That's what I mean with clout. Like, yes. we don't we don't get it enough at all. At, all. <laughs> at least professionals don't. I know that for yeah. a fact. Some do, but I know some that just, it's just ridiculous. All that talent and you're not getting paid enough. It's almost like they put like a, a stamp on your word. No. Mm -hmm. I don't like and it's like It's like if you don't, and then it's like if you don't build your like fan base up, like from college then you're not gonna have one and if you're unless you're winning you know yeah exactly i feel like that's a little off but girl okay so this is the last little thing you know like we said we have a lot of young followers you dropped a lot of gems already 
But if you can give us a piece of advice that helped you get to where you are right now, and just share it with us and, you know, let us get a little bit. Um, I can really only say the only thing that got me here is patience. I was very, very patient with my career. I feel like I knew from jump, like even from my freshman year that I had something hot going on, but like then it got ripped away with COVID and then we had these little hiccups here and there with just me being distracted. But I never, I never remained unfaithful to God. And I always, I always trusted him with everything. But patience is one of the main things you need in this sport. You have to keep, like you literally, it, it don't happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, they have the shikaris that, you know, be fast and go, go crazy mm -hmm. overnight. But that's not everybody's story. And so I feel like some people are so like consumed in, oh my gosh, if shikari could like go pro and and literally like one season then I can too but it's not about that like your story is different from hers of course she's an amazing athlete all around but her story is not everybody else's so I want I would say like I want people to take away just being patient with yourself and your training and just trust that yeah you can do it but just maybe not right now you know mm -hmm. and so even people that aren't believers in God I just pray for them but I just think they should just focus on like just just taking things with a grain of salt because that's the only thing you can do you can't drive yourself crazy because you can't force yourself to do it you just have no choice but to be patient so you might as well be patient and be positive so mm -hmm. that's what i would say girl you preaching to me you talking to <laughs> <laughs> you preaching to me at this point. <laughs> for real because like even like in ath like in athletics it literally rolls over to real life like you have to be yeah, patient it does. like yeah, even with this, like with my whole real talk thing, girl, I was at 100 followers, like, you know what I'm saying, in the beginning, and yeah. now I'm kind of about to hit 2K, and I'm like, you know, but you just got to, I'm like, I want more. I feel like enough people not listening, but you got to stay patient and just exactly. stay down. Always. That's a fact, girl. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. On. I cannot wait to meet you in person, girl. Wishing you more blessings, more success in your season, girl. You're going to get that record, and we're going to be right here, ready to cheer you. We're going to be right here, ready to celebrate, okay? Hey. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Thank so, so much. much, girl. Have a good Bye. day, okay? A good night. You too. It's Real Stories. We're back with another interview. And your girl came at you early this week. Surprise, Miss Because... OMG, y'all, I am finally going outside. Y'all know it's been a struggle for me finding outdoor meets because they're so spread out, but the time has finally come. Your girl is leaving for Oregon tomorrow, and I will be at Oregon Relays the whole weekend. So if you're there, let's link. But without further ado, Shout out to my guest this week, man. She's so humble. Her personality is golden, and she's going to be so, so big. This week's guest, without further ado, is LSU star, Miss Aaliyah Armstrong. So this segment okay. is called The Real You. It's some fun, cool questions. I answer serious. Okay. Okay, so the first one is, give us a hobby you had outside of the Ooh, I got a lot of those. Okay, um, I'll go with I'll go with singing. Okay, you really multi-talented though. We gonna get into it. 
Thank you. You're the most talented. Okay, so indoor or outdoor? If you could prefer, which sport would you pick? Um, I would definitely choose outdoor. You more that you like the hundred more? Yeah, I love the hundred hurdle. <laughs> yes. Okay, so your favorite workout? I don't think I had a favorite. Uh, <laughs> I would actually say. Honestly, I like when we do hurdles. Like, okay. it's just so fun. Like, it's a passion. So, yeah, I would say hurdles. Like, Hurdle when we do the best thing. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, so give us your most embarrassing track and field experience so far. Oh my gosh, while starting at Nationals. Really? <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Like, because it's something I worked so hard for. And the fact mm -hmm. that I made it all the way there just to not even run, it, it was embarrassing. But. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna get into it. Okay, so most yeah. memorable. Most memorable so far. Most memorable. Oh my gosh, Texas Relays this year. That's the most memorable for sure. Like that that touched my heart more than I, I honestly I don't think anybody expected my reaction because I was like ecstatic, but yeah, yeah that, like it shocked me just to look at that clock. Cause I mean I knew I could do it, but at the same time, it was just like seeing it actually unfold and God yeah. actually giving me like that that ability, it, it yeah. just shocked me. But yeah, that's my best memory of track. Oh, and Olympic trials, they're kind of hand in hand. And they can next, next to time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. We're gonna definitely get into uh, Olympic trials and Texas Relays for sure. So if you could try any other event, which one would you pick? I would pick the hundred. Really? Open hundred? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would love to like master that. That would be awesome. Okay, you fast though, so I can see you definitely doing some open ones. I hope we see some this Thank season. You. Oh yes, yes. I've already yeah. done one, but I have was running into like a negative two eight headwind, so I ran like eleven four, but yeah. But, We'll try again. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so you really, like I said, you really entertained and multi-talented. So can we see some more duets? Because let me tell you about some duets. You yes. Okay. Man, I'm glad. I, okay, I never know what people like think about it. So I just be like, oh, I'll just do it here and there. No, but I'm glad y'all, I'm glad like to know people like it. Yes, we love them. And you be 